one of the things that I do with my clients is we go through a 30 second elevator pitch, right? Because it's very similar to having a media friendly message because Sabrina, you're giving me 19 or 20 minutes, but if I, the reality is if I were to go on the news right now and they would say, hey, Adele, can you talk to us about media strategies and marketing? They might give me three minutes. And so I'd have three minutes to very concisely educate and entertain and give that information to them in the most compelling way and then give them a call to action quickly, right, to drive that business. So the message that you have in mind is really, really important. The next one is image and branding. And these are all things that we need to have in order to attract producers to us, in order to attract the media to want to cover our books, our events, our services, our companies, our practice, or want our expertise on TV. So image and branding, how do you portray yourself, not just physically, but also on your social media channels, Hey there, my friend. Welcome to the Powerful and Passionate Healthcare Professionals Podcast. I'm your host, Sabrina. I am a cardiothoracic surgery PA with a background in public health and neuroscience. I'm also your peak performance coach. I had to say no to working extreme long hours where I was always on call and feeling exhausted, underappreciated, and undervalued and said, heck yes, to a life and career that elevates my energy and passion without compromising my health and sanity. Now, I'm among the mission to support ambitious healthcare professional like you with a demanding career to become a confident leader who are living purposefully and fulfilled to truly be both a powerhouse in your career and a passionate person in life. Let's start our journey today. Hi, my friend. How are you? This is your host, Sabrina. So today's episode is a special one extracted from the virtual summit to power our healthcare professionals back in 2020, especially in the heat of pandemic, where we donate all the proceeds to the foundation at Signa, where they had a fund to help those who has passed away, especially healthcare professionals, where they left their family behind. So this has a special meaning, and I hope you enjoy this episode. Now, if you wanted to be on the wait list for any of my in-person or virtual event coming up, go to sabrinarombach.com forward slash summit. Without further ado, enjoy today's episode. Hi, Adele. Please introduce yourself. Hello, hello. It's so great to see you. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? Like, I think it's so fun that even with the pandemic, we have technology. Yes, we can't go to conferences anymore in person. You start losing that. I can see my audience. I can see you guys. I know your feedback right away. But at least we have the chat box, you know. Yes, yes. I'm so excited to be with you, Sabrina, and with your audience. This is awesome. So thank you for having me. <laughs> yeah, thanks for joining us. I know for you, you're being in the realm of media for so long. So tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, how did you get into it? What's your passion about this field? Thank you so much. And uh, thank you again for having me this evening. And my name is Adele Wilson. And I am a two-time best-selling author and a speaker, coach, media coach as well. And I teach mainly entrepreneurs and professionals how to present with power, poison, style on camera, get booked on television and media and become 
a celebrity or a thought leader in their industry. And we do that to help elevate their brand, grow their business or, or medical practice in this case, and attract better quality clients or more patients to their practice. So how did I get started? Well, I'll take it all the way back to when I was five. <laughs> My mom put me in a pageant when I was five years old, and I can't say I enjoyed the pageant, but for some reason I did enjoy the interaction with the audience. And so I realized very, very quickly that I enjoyed performing. From there, my mom put me in modeling school and acting classes, and I did plays. And then I started doing commercials and worked as an actress professionally in New York, commercials and shows. I did two daytime dramas, One Life to Live, and All My Children, and lots and lots of voiceover work, lots of TV work. I wasn't a huge fan. I love being on stage and I love speaking, but for some reason I wasn't a huge fan of live plays. So everything that I loved had to do with the camera. I never met camera in love, so. <laughs> so yeah, so I started doing that and then, well, I should take it back. I went to college, then I went to graduate school, right? I went to NYU and then I went to Columbia University for my master's degree in psychology, which makes a lot of sense with coaching and makes a lot of sense with character breakdowns when you're acting as well. And so did that. And once I graduated, I started hosting a show probably within a month, a bilingual entertainment TV show in New York. I speak Spanish fluently as well. And so did that. And I also love teaching. I mean, I went to Columbia University's Teachers College and I always saw myself coaching and consulting and speaking. And so I also found an opportunity that same summer to do corporate training. So I was doing corporate training at the same time that I was acting and going on auditions and working. So that made for really nice kind of marriage, if you will. That's how I got started. <laughs> That's so fun, right? Like you started from like really childhood and just yes. getting into it. And then who knows, it blossomed into something amazing and yes. taking you from many different areas in the East Coast, yeah, New York is such a big feel, right? Like everyone wanted to crowd in there or they, they will go to Hollywood, like this two yeah. extremes. And <laughs> you found your excitement, like you found psychology. And yes, most things about branding is about putting a voice out there, pivoting yourself into a position that becomes unique. And then you become having this fun time with yes just talking and delivering these awesome messages, right? What do you think is the key thing when we talk about branding and getting yourself into these uh, media outlets? Yeah, absolutely. So I'd love to share with you if I can, but I have seven strategies that I teach my clients when I train, when I coach. It's also in my latest best-selling book, Celebrity Media Secrets. This might ring true from the last five minutes, but seven simple steps to present with power, voice, and style on camera, get booked on TV and media, become a celebrity in your industry. And as you can imagine, as a good psych student and graduate, my first step is mindset. So mindset, yes. Do you like that, Sabrina? <laughs> I think you do. I, I think, think yeah, right? Like a, a majority of what I talk about is the mental immunity, right? Yes. That's right. That's why I thought that would resonate with you and as well as your community and your audience tonight. So mindset. So it's what do you do prior to going on camera to make you feel relaxed? Because a lot of people feel stage fright, right? The number one fear that we have 
it's funny that it's above death, but it's public speaking, <laughs> right? And then whomever is a public speaker, they think, oh, it's fine. It translates into on camera. It doesn't always. So you could have a physician delivering an amazing CME conference, but then you put a camera in front of them and they choke a little bit. And happens with lawyers, happens with professionals. And that's okay. That's normal. They don't teach it in medical school. They don't teach it if you go to school to become a PA, right? So these are skills that can be learned outside of your professional studies. And that's a good thing. It's, a, it's an acquired skill. And so mindset, do you meditate the morning of? What do you do to try to minimize that anxiety? I also encourage visualization as a technique and just visualizing your host. If you're on a show like this or you're on a TV show or in the news, visualizing your host just enjoying the conversation that you are sharing value with the audience and that it's well received. So visualization, meditation, prayer, there's so many of them. We have a very short period of time, so I want to jump to the next one. The next one is message. So just being really clear on what type of message you want to share with your community. If you've written a book, what message you want to leave with your readers. If you are on a one-on-one -on -one interview, if you're the host, what is it that you'd like to deliver to your audience? And then if you're the guest, what is it that you'd like to present and how would you like to present yourself and your message? And there are also different channels by which you deliver your message. And I'm jumping to the next one, but that's message. And knowing your message is really important. One of the things that I do with my clients is we go through a 30-second elevator pitch, right? Because it's very similar to having a media-friendly message because Sabrina, you're giving me 19 or 20 minutes, but if I, the reality is if I were to go on the news right now and they would say, hey, Adele, can you talk to us about media strategies and marketing? They might give me three minutes. And so I'd have three minutes to very concisely educate and entertain and give that information to them in the most compelling way and then give them a call to action quickly, right, to drive that business. So the message that you have in mind is really, really important. The next one is image and branding. And these are all things that we need to have in order to attract producers to us, in order to attract the media to want to cover our books, our events, our services, our companies, our practice, or want our expertise on TV. So image and branding, how do you portray yourself, not just physically, but also on your social media channels, on your website, is your message consistent? Do you have certain company colors that you'd like to display? Yeah, I think so, because it's definitely important to not only think about our mindset, right? Like, where are we? Are we feel confident about our messages? How are we delivering that? And then that is really the message itself, right? Most people are hearing us and seeing us with that energy that they won't get to you, not just what you tell them. I believe all of us would know in medicine, we tell patients, a lot of stuff and then it goes one year <laughs> in one year out so the message itself is not even as important as how you're delivering and then with even with the image and branding yes because they attract people to you as these bright color these bigger fonts versus something you can't hardly read that's awesome I love keep going yes oh thank you thank you so that actually brings me to yeah so your website how you portray yourself on social media Obviously, there are some nuances. Each platform is, it certainly varies, right? And so like, I'll give an example and you're, I'm very sure, familiar with this, but LinkedIn is a very different platform than say Instagram. And so knowing how to maneuver both, you can deliver the same type of message, but maybe the presentation is different. You might play with some emojis on Instagram that you won't do that on LinkedIn, perhaps. It's a little more serious of a platform, a little more business driven. 
Instagram, you can have a little more fun with. So knowing your message and where you're presenting it and how to present it so it's well received by that audience, kind of always like knowing your audience is a part of that. And also just how you put yourself together. So for example, yesterday I was delivering a talk, very similar, but to real estate brokers. So to Century 21, so shout out to Century 21. And so we were talking about the importance of how you put yourself together and what are the expectations of your audience or your patients? What do they expect to see? A doctor, a nurse, a nurse practitioner, a PA, how do they expect you to be dressing? And oftentimes you'll be in a uniform, but other times you won't. And so it's kind of living up to that expectation as well. That's important. I think that's it. So your website, just the way you put yourself together, even your book. They say don't judge a book by its cover because everybody does. <laughs> Unfortunately, I wish that was not the case, but it is. And so the way we put ourselves together is really important as well. People make a judgment the first three seconds that they see us. So keeping that in mind and TV and media is a very visual medium. So it's very, very important, obviously, what's up here and what you're going to say. But the first thing they'll see is your image. So it's important to take care of that and be cognizant of that. So the next one is really important. It's media. So my seven steps are either an M sound. I played a little bit with alliteration or either an M or M sound. So mindset, message, image, media is the next one. And when I say media, we're talking about getting trained right? So you want to be prepared to go on camera. Going on camera is not the same as speaking at a conference or delivering a training to 20 or 25 people or even a thousand people. Something happens when a camera and lights are around, especially if you have a very big, if they called you to be on a big set, like a big TV show, and all of a sudden you have a 14 person crew, three cameras, six lights, and you know, you're like a deer in headlights. What you don't want to be is like a deer in headlights because you want to seem like this is what I do all the time. Yeah, just natural. <laughs> and you want to be able to connect with the camera just like you're talking to your best friend. So all of these techniques that I'm speaking about will help you there. But getting a media coach is really, really important. So that person can train you in the way to put your message together in a media-friendly way that you can have a one-minute, a three-minute version and then, of course, if you're on a longer video podcast or if you're on a, a virtual summit like we are today, you might have a little bit of a longer time to convey your message. And so all of those things, a good qualified media coach can show you and they can teach you about. Also, you asked the question sort of, or you mentioned up in the beginning about attracting media to you, right? And attract, how do you get producers to become interested in your brand or your business or to want to cover your story? Or to have you on their show. And one of the things you want to have, you want to have media assets. Now, what do I mean by media assets? You want to have professional headshots. So it's nice if you have a friend, a neighbor that likes, you know, they have a hobby and, oh, they're like, Sabrina, let's, let's take your picture. But that's great. You know, that's good practice. But I would say, take it to the next level and elevate a little bit more and enlist a professional photographer, someone who's experienced, that you've seen their work, that you respect their work as well. And so what you want to have is that photograph. I would say do a whole entire session, but you can have one branded photograph that you use across different platforms so that people, when they see you, 
they recognize you. Oh, that's Sabrina. That's Adele. That's Marie. And so one recognizable branded headshot. Maybe you use that same headshot on your, on your book cover, if you have a book as well, on your website. And you use it in your talks. And maybe you have a poster of yourself when people go to, finally, when we're allowed to do real in-person events, maybe you have that big poster at the front of your event when people sign in, that sort of thing. So that's one media asset, your headshot. Then the other one I would also recommend is something called a sizzle reel. Have you heard of that before? It's also called a demo reel. Yes. So a demo reel or a sizzle reel, the way, the best way to describe it is almost like a video resume. Again, the second media asset I would, and there's a number of them, but these are the best ones that you really want to have. So you want to have your headshot, so you have a professional photograph, and then you want to have what's called the sizzle reel, which is like a video resume, if you will. So you might be thinking, Adele, well, how do I get a video resume? I've never been on video. I've never been on camera. Well, there's a number of ways. If you've never been on, if you've been on camera, I'll take a step back. If you've been on camera, if you have been on a video podcast or you've done a YouTube video, well, you can compile a number of those clips together. And a sizzle reel should not exceed, say, three minutes. Really, the sweet spot is one and a half to two minutes. If you have a ton of experience, it might go to that three minutes. What's good about a sizzle reel is you'll have clips of yourself on the summit. Then you'll have a clip of yourself maybe on YouTube. Then you'll have a clip, another clip of you being interviewed. Then maybe you have something from the local news that you have a clip and you string those together and you do that professionally and you can present that and you can present it on stage prior to going on stage in lieu of someone introducing you or in addition to someone introducing you. Hey, coming to the stage now, Adele Wilson, best-selling author, but before she comes on stage, take a look at this. And so it would be my sizzle reel. And I do use that often when I do my own virtual summits. And sometimes when I do my interviews and it's a longer form, like an hour, I would use that. And so I would recommend that as well. And then another one, a third one really quick is just to do business videos. So sharing your expertise and your knowledge so that producers, when they go to your website or they go to your social media, they already see, oh, wow, Serena really knows what she's talking about because you're doing a series of these one or two minute videos. I would say try to keep them short because people have a short attention span, but one to two minutes and just talking about whatever is your area of expertise. If you're a cardiologist, if you're a PA in cardiothoracic medicine, or if you're a dermatologist, if you're a nurse practitioner in neurology. So I don't know, whatever the expertise is, is yours to know, but to demonstrate that you know what you're talking about through talking about it. <laughs> demonstrate it through actually demonstrating it. So another one could be through your book. And I'm on my third book now, and I also help my clients publish books as well. But having a book really says, this person knows what they're talking about. Let's bring them onto our show. You know, and it also keeps it interesting. You have a prop to show and you have more information to get into if that's what they want to, if the host so decides. And so those are a few media assets that I think are really, really good to attract the media to you. And one other part I'd like to answer before I jump to the other three. So if there's a particular show that you'd like to get on, you're watching TV and you're like, I think I could be on CNN, or I think I could be on Fox News, or I think I could be on local news. It's interesting if you see someone having already covered your subject, and then when the credits roll, 
pay attention to who the producer is of that show and try to get in touch with them. Send them an email. By the way, this was a great uh, strategy that was provided to me by a good friend of mine. Her name is Adrienne Lopez, and she was the former head of CNN, HLN, when it was HLN and CNN together. And I interviewed her for my book, Celebrity Media Secrets, and I loved that strategy. Just looking at the credits, trying to reach out to that person, but don't reach out to that person unless you have your media assets in place, because it's one of the first things they will ask if you have a sizzle reel. They want to see you in action. It sounds a little bit like the chicken or the egg, but (laughs) if you enlist a good quality media coach, for example, I offer all of these media assets for my clients. They come to the studio for the day. Apart from doing the coaching, they walk away with their sizzle reel, their headshots, their business videos, as well as a signature interview that helps to brand them. So that's really, really important. And then the next step is marketing. So it's where do you distribute your message? Alluded a little bit to that when we're talking about image and branding, but your marketing is really important. If you don't have marketing in place, you don't have a practice. If you don't have marketing in place, it's like the engine. It's like a car without an engine. So that's marketing. Then momentum is, hey guys, once you get trained, once you put all of these things in place, you will begin to progress. Opportunities will come your way. Just say yes. Say yes to the opportunities that come your way. Obviously, you want to make sure that you're on brand with that. And then the last piece, the seventh piece to my celebrity media secret system is make a difference. Make a difference with your celebrity, with your level of thought leadership, with your level of expertise. Now it is time to bring attention like you are, Sabrina to a cause, to a charity, to something you believe in and bring some publicity to that as well because it's not just about us. It is also about how we help humanity. Those are my seven steps. <laughs> That's awesome. I know Adele was, has her book and then uh, something that goes along with the seventh step is her celebrity media book. And then you can actually get a free copy. She is yeah. sending those out. And that I believe is to text Yes. Media 101-233-777. Perfect. Right? That's exactly yeah. right. Awesome. And then before Adele jump off, really quickly, we asked our speaker to do a quick reflection. We're all experts, but we're all needing to have more self-aware in our life. So as every day we have got on with our speakers, they gave us a 30-second reflection on the assessment they took. So what was your biggest takeaway from your assessment? Thank you so much, Sabrina. So I think self-awareness is everything. And also investing in yourself is everything. So it's important that as we move through life as professionals in our personal lives, that we are cognizant of where we are. So taking your assessment kind of took, you know, gave me a second to, hey, you know what, where am I right now with all of these questions that Sabrina's asking? And it took me a moment to kind of assess where I am in my own life. And that was very, very helpful. And I think a lot of things have changed in an interesting way, of course, due to the pandemic. And I think we've all been home more than we've ever wanted to be. And there's a lot of time for reflection. So I think that just helped to highlight it. And I appreciate you bringing that to the table and and allowing us to do that as speakers. So thank you. Thanks for sharing your time and knowledge with us. All right, my friend, how did you love this episode? Make sure to subscribe to our show so you can continue to build your positive intelligence for that beautiful mind of yours to live powerfully and passionate. I know this just the tip of the iceberg. You probably have a lot more questions on 
actually, how do I implement those things into my own life? Well, this is the solution. Joining us inside the private Facebook group. Go to facebook.com/groups/powerfulpassionate, where I go live weekly to answer any questions that you have, and continue to put more resources for you to help you to get to that point. You can be both powerful and passionate, where you no longer working on any mundane work, and truly focusing. On the things that matter, you can be both powerful and passionate, where you can overcome any mental roadblocks keeping you from success. You can be both powerful and passionate, where you feel energized from the moment you woke up to the time you go to bed. Join me, and together we can create a life where you can be both powerful and passionate.